I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. The perseverance of a rebel, I drop heavier levels, is unseen or heard. A king with words can knock the hustle, but I've seen street dreams defer. Dark spots in my mind where the scene occur. Some say I'm too deep, I'm in too deep to sleep. Through me, Muhammad will forever speak. Greet brothers with handshakes on ghetto landscapes, where a man is determined by how much a man make. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast with your host, Rod and Karen. Hello, uh, how you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? Uh, it's great. It's uh Tuesday. One more day. Uh tomorrow shows at nine. Uh and we should have the infamous Danny Hatch of that's the show with Danny and Keith and the Girl Fame. I'm excited. Yeah. Um so that'll that's be That's the show with Danny. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be cool, man. Um but uh today it's just Karen and I for episode six oh two of the Black Guy Who Tips. How appropriate that such a landmark episode we would just take it back to the old school just the two of us <laughs> uh we have a lot of stories to cover so uh yeah the blackouttips.com go there itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy who tips listen to all our podcasts check them out um we always keep the latest 10 up and uh the rest are on the website so if you join the blackouttips.com become a premium member you can listen to all the archived episodes plus all of the um uh premium shows the spinoff shows um balls deep the nerd off things of this nature um you can also do stuff when you go to the website you can donate to the show you can leave comments on each episode you can vote in the polls leave comments on your votes in the polls and uh we read all that stuff in our feedback show speaking of the feedback show if you leave us a five-star review on itunes or stitcher we will read that review on the air live on saturday morning when we do our feedback show we will it doesn't even matter what you have to say Mm -hmm. we'll just read shit okay Mm -mm. um you can also uh do stuff like uh leave voicemails for the show 704-557-0186 that's the voicemail line keep your voicemails under three minutes long we ask that's 704-557-0186 uh you can also do stuff like email the show the blackout tips at gmail.com um the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball a bullet ball extreme <laughs> and uh today's podcast is sponsored uh sponsored by adam and eve mm-hmm. i say all oh, goddamn Fellas and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Hmm? Are you keeping you a little secret that you won't tell or I won't tell? Well, I won't tell if you go to adamandeve.com right now and pick up something for yourself or something for a loved one, something for the parents, something for the kids if they're over 18. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you can get 50% off of anything. Like, if I was y'all, I ain't trying to, you know, tell you what to do, but I would just, you know, place a couple separate orders, if you know what I'm saying, <laughs> a different order for each one to get 50% off of each item. Shh. Don't nobody got to know. Mm-mm. It'll be our little secret, guys. Yes, it will. Just go to adamandeve.com and uh, do that. And when you do, you get another little secret, which is three free DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift. That is so goddamn sensual. Mm, mm, mm. 
and free shipping, which I find even more sensual than a gift. Uh, and you get all this stuff for your entire order, and it's not, they're not joking, guys. AdamandEve.com. Just put in the code TBGWT when you go to check out. 50% off of one item. Free shipping, free DVDs, free extra gift. It can't be simpler than this, people. TBGWT. Make sure you guys go ahead and handle that. Um, also guys, tweakedaudio.com. Tweakedaudio.com, maker of <laughs> fine handcrafted, uh, headsets that, uh, fit in your ear, earbuds, uh, that you can listen to at work discreetly, go to the gym, uh, really good quality, uh, they start from price as low as like $13 all the way up to 40 something. Uh, but you can get 33% off when you use the code TBGWT at that site. In addition to that 33% off, you also get free shipping. Now, I don't know about you guys, but that sounds like a good deal already. To me too. But I have more to add. There's more? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you know you also can get a lifetime guarantee uh, in addition to all this stuff? So You can? Yeah. You, you basically, when your shit breaks, you just send it back on in, guys. No more going to uh buy new headphones every three to four months every couple and they don't charge you extra five dollars for warranty either. right you, you just go ahead and send it back in get you some new headphones man so yep. uh dot com code tbgwt uh karen i was on twitter today did you know that r kelly was gonna is gonna take the twitter and have a questionnaire oh like a question and answer session on twitter yes nobody warned him uh, what do you mean? Nobody warned him what? About Twitter. Like, they, they didn't warn him. People are not nice. People are not, not nice on social media, period. Most people are not. Mm-hmm. But they didn't know that he is black and black, a lot of black Twitter follow him. Yeah, when I saw this, I went, I, there's this huge disconnect to me with the black people, uh, and R. Kelly. Yes, it is. He thinks we're laughing with him. Yeah, and in large part, I feel like people are kind of laughing at At him. him. At him, that's right. Like you know, um, I was uh, I saw I was talking about it on Twitter, and I saw uh, you know, friend of the show, Fire. She was saying how she, you know, she's a huge R. Kelly fan, uh, even now and stuff. And she was basically saying like, I don't see how people can go in on R. Kelly, but not Michael Jackson. And I was like, well, I mean, honestly, you know, I can get it. I understand too. Like, um. I, you know, I see that there's still suspicion. The thing was, I was like, some people might believe Magic, Michael Johnson did, Michael Jackson didn't do do it. it. Yeah, I believe he didn't do it. That's just me. Right. So if those people believe that, then that's why. You know, it it seems simple to me. Um, although I would still laugh at jokes about Michael Jackson, uh, fucking little kids, cause, uh, it's funny. Yeah, I would laugh cause it's funny. But, um, he still, you know, but I really didn't, I, you know, I don't think he did it, or at least. But, uh, I understand the suspicions and all that stuff, but, you know, she's like, why don't y'all ride for R. Kelly this way? And, um, there's a tape. And videos and pictures all across the internet, dog. Yeah. And, uh, she was like saying some good stuff about how, you know, you, we know Michael Jackson paid, uh, had payoffs in his past. We don't know that R. Kelly had any that we can prove. Um, you know, a little stuff like that. So, uh, I get it. But, um, yeah, uh, people gonna laugh and he should know better. Ain't that the like, truth? Like, I, I don't know. Don't who he got public it? relation people? Yeah, like, who's advising him that this would be a good idea? Because even if you think people are wrong for laughing at him, 
how does he not know that this would happen though come it's, on now twitter is an untamed beast you can't be a control freak on twitter i say it all the time mm-hmm. here when people, people start try their best to but that's impossible right like when people start these hashtags and then some other publication picks it up and talks about it then they get mad like a hashtag isn't made to popularize whatever the fuck you're talking about Ain't that the truth and like there's like twitter has some type of ownership laws or hashtags and you can sue people or something you're not copywriting this shit you're not whatever so same thing with hashtag ask r kelly and it's very funny because i actually saw a lot of those same people that get mad about people stealing their hashtags stealing this one and using it uh to poke fun at this dude so that was ironic but um <laughs> but still it's but but the point being like that's it's a fucking wild land it's not mm-hmm. for the sheep it's for the wolves man yeah. so obviously this went bad of course as soon as i mentioned it to you you didn't know before i started to show that this happened you immediately went well how that went terrible what happened yes yeah, because i already know that the pictures and all that stuff is floating out there and he's a celebrity a lot of people follow him and it's like you don't think people are going to ask you the most ridiculous questions in the world yeah it's very funny too because people are like um you know let like don't retweet the pictures of it or whatever because that's child porn but you're also saying that he didn't do anything wrong come on now so like what 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 are you what what huh anyway so and i wouldn't retweet the pictures anyway Mm-mm, i wouldn't either yeah as soon as i found out because first when it came out it was r kelly's sex tape and everybody was like get download this shit dog and then it was like r kelly underage sex tape. it was like uh delete never saw it don't know what you're talking about I, I heard no through the idea. grapevine yeah i know it's so but uh, R. Kelly has pretty consistently avoided doing much press in the past few years, presumably because he blames the media for his pervy public image. But okay. Um, it could be the video that led to the statutory rape charges. But uh, yeah. But anyway, he's been moving out of his comfort zone. He finally got Twitter. And on Tuesday afternoon, he accepted questions from his fans via Twitter using the hashtag AskRKelly. And uh, things definitely went awry. I know they did um he has an album that came out or something and by the way i'm kind of glad that um he became so whack to me after the sexual uh improprieties because like he became a parody of himself like his music Mm -hmm. isn't good anymore no he's like you really have to be five traps in the closet yeah i mean in addition to just a trapped in the closet parody like comedy type shit he's doing like he's just not a serious he's like a, doing not a parody a of himself yeah he's not a serious artist anymore yeah it's like he's he's barely singing he used to be a, he used to like belt out a couple ballads every album now he's done with that shit mm-hmm. um he's barely singing he's doing that talk singing a lot yeah people do that when they can't sing nigga yeah. you can really sing but you can really sing so why would you do a whole do albums like, like that this? yes or then when he starts singing he'll start throwing in silly shit that derails the whole song yeah where it's you know it's like we're gonna have sex in the kitchen the bedroom in the bathroom on the top right the counter. it's like shit that somebody that worked at snl or somewhere would have made as a joke yes you know what i mean but he does it for real so yeah he lost me man like you just uh it was you know it helped that he became whack to me um but uh yeah so here's some of the questions that he got asked um the first one was the obvious one are you sure you want to do this robert somebody asked him that Mm -hmm. Uh, smart person Mm -hmm. kudos to that person uh when you said that she reminds you of your jeep was it a power wheel? Yeah. <laughs> it's 
from uh, Twerk Anse. Was it a big wheel? Um, need to get my niece a Xmas present. What are elementary age girls into this year? Ask R. Kelly. Aww. From the underscore blueprint. And the first one was from at it's Ariel. Uh, Dead Mowgli says, can I have your lawyer's number not to be confused with your publicist? Ah, cause your publicist is doing a terrible job. What is your preferred beverage before you pee on a girl? Says Mofos. Oh. Who is a notorious porn site also. Uh, <laughs> Brokey McPoverty said, what was your social media manager thinking? <laughs> Ask R. Kelly. Yes. <laughs> Probably he didn't ask them. I can, I can guarantee you this is some shit he did on his own. I bet you his publicist found out by getting hit up on Twitter. But like, hey, you know your boys over here tweet, what? <laughs> <laughs> on a scale of Blue Ivy to Willow Smith, what's the oldest female you would date? Oh, ho, 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 that's a good one. Someone asked, so at R. Kelly only answered 16 questions. The perv really can't do anything over 18. Oh, that's a good one, too. <laughs> but yeah, because yeah. once he realized it started getting ratchet, he probably logged off and left. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know, man. It's, I just, I honestly, until Twitter, I didn't know there were people who thought he was innocent. Ah. You know, like, I honestly did not know. Like, I was like, what like when i saw i thought fire was joking when i read it because i was like okay but then i read her timeline and she was dead serious like he she was like he didn't quote unquote do it which i don't even know what that means i don't want to know i didn't want to argue with that stance Mm -hmm. i was just like uh some people just ain't gonna believe and that's cool but seems self-evident to me man me too but uh okay but um yeah uh don't open yourself up to be mocked like that if you know, I mean, like, that's the thing. Yeah, People did. say, well, what about Michael Jackson? I mean, what about fucking um, Roman Polanski? You know what? The- you know what about them? They weren't on Twitter trying to have accounts and ask me questions. They knew that Roman their Polanski. public image was, was fucked. So they. He left the country. Yeah. They're not trying to have it. Uh, they're not trying, trying to have, have the cake and eat it, too. Yeah. They're not trying to be like, well. They're staying away, you know, you know, you could they basically Roman Polanski he's still doing shit and still like uh Royal Renown and people praising for his work, mm-hmm. but he's not on social media, Facebook, Twitter, he's not like out there interacting with people in this manner and then getting angry when they be like, Hey, you know what you did? Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man. Yeah. So, all right, uh because well, people are asses. That's why. We talked about this a little bit. Uh the president uh spoke at Nelson Mandela's funeral today, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, what should have been, um, uh, an extremely somber moment, I believe, for the world to mourn this man and let him pass, turned into a bunch of self-righteous people on Twitter, uh, and Republicans, and of course, very political people taking sides, you know, like the least of everything that happened was about Nelson Mandela. Yeah, I put it back out there for the people that missed the picture the first time. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so uh, it it was kind of funny, um, cause you know, I at first it went from like this is such an elegant speech, the first black president of America giving a speech to the first African South African president, the black South African president, and I was like, yeah, man, it's a good moment. 
and it was just one of those times where i was like i don't need to see this like obama got this let me go find something else to do around the house yeah i just and, heard uh, clips through npr mm-hmm uh, he implored thousands of people gathered in the stadium and millions watching around the world on Tuesday to continue his mission of erasing injustice and inequality in a speech that received thunderous applause and a standing ovation at F&B Stadium in Johannesburg. Obama called on people to apply the lessons of Mandela, who emerged from 27 years of pri- in prison under a racist regime, embraced by his enemies when he finally walked to freedom and embraced his enemies when he finally walked to freedom and ushered in a new era of forgiveness and reconciliation in South Africa. We, too, must act on behalf of justice. We, too, must act on behalf of peace, said Obama, who, like Mandela, became the first black president of his country. Obama said that when he was a student, Mandela woke me up to my responsibilities to others and to myself and set me on an improbable journey that finds me here today. Addressing the memorial service for Mandela, who died Thursday at age 95, Obama pointed out that around the world today, men and women are still in prison for their political briefs. I mean, beliefs and are still persecuted for what they look like or how they were or who they worship or how they love i mean wait who how they worship or who they love among nearly 100 heads of states and government were for some countries like cuba that don't hold fully democratic elections on the way to the podium obama shook hands with cuban president raul castro underscoring a recent warming of negotiations between cuba and the u.s uh by the way uh many people were upset that he even shook raul castro's hand what was he supposed to do spit in his face um i'm not sure what you do when a man puts his hand out for a handshake and you're and you you're the president that has um successfully gotten iran to like enter like nuclear uh sanctions come on now um through uh being a diplomatic negotiator that reaches out to countries in the name of peace and not threatens them with war. um i don't think anyone gets to second guess the president on this I just don't think you do like uh i get that you know you were maybe you're a republican politician maybe you're just some jackass on the internet uh with a twitter account maybe you're just some asshole in the the comment section of fox news um i don't give a fuck like he's the president and he's been right so far in the way that he deals with other countries and he's a lot more intelligent than w bush who yeah who did stupid shit in, the, in all across the country and made us like a fucking idiots and assholes yeah i wasn't even gonna bring up that but just in general he's competent i don't understand yes. why people think that the second guessing of him would gain any traction you know what i mean like how many more times does he has to be right and republicans have to be wrong about foreign policy before we go yeah, I think this guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, because y'all have everybody in a fucking war. We had 18 wars going on dealing with y'all assholes. Yeah, you know who was mad today? Uh, John McCain. Why? Um, because he shook hands with Raul Castro. Obama shook hands with Raul Castro. Well, John, John McCain, you lost the election, dog. We don't. We didn't want you to win. Like, maybe you forgot nobody wants you to win because they don't agree with your opinions. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, you'd have went out there, not shook his hand, walk past and roll your eyes like you 15-year-old schoolgirl and started a fucking war because you wanted to prove a goddamn point. Come on. Yeah, how many more times he has to be right about some shit? We would have been in a fucking war with Iran if, uh, if McCain would have been the president. Yes. You know, we definitely would have. We would have, we would have never even gotten, uh, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have killed Bin Laden because he said he wouldn't have gone into Pakistan to get, uh, Bin Laden if, uh, if, if he needed to be, if he, if need be. And uh, Obama said he would, and he did. Like, I, 
I don't know, man. This it's just I don't know. I get kind of, but I I mean, but also this is why I check out of politics quite often because I feel like shit like this is just a like people are watching this like a football game where say President Obama is a team they don't like. Yeah, and they fail to realize that uh when the clock hits zero zero, there are real world consequences. The shit don't stop after the game. You can't dap up, uh shake hands, everybody going about their life you know mm-hmm. being ignorant in a, in a public forum like this has real world consequences yeah not to mention um john mccain was tweeting about being on Gaddafi's ranch or like last year like wow. he's a dictator you're talking about he's an interesting man spending an interesting time with him man fuck you like i don't even understand how I don't know, man. Like, yeah, where, these, you where do they that, get off? But then turn them. And I, a lot of times I think it's just talk. A lot of times I think these people would have did the same goddamn thing Obama was doing, but they want to act like that. Put like this. When you, when, when you are not the one that has to handle the responsibilities of the consequences of your actions, it's easy for you to say what you really won't do. Yeah. So he, you know, he gave his speech and, uh, um, you know, so that, that was good, man. I'm glad that. Um, he went there to, to, you know, lay this man to rest basically, but also tell people, you know, um, that the, that the United States was there. Um, I think only Brian Williams was the only main reporter there, which is weird, you know, for someone this important to be basically put to rest and of all the main TV News stations that, that covers got stuff, here. Brian Williams is the only one to go, which, uh. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. It is. Like, they wouldn't, all the major news anchors, you know, normally with shit, when people die like this, you have like ABC, CBS, like all the morning people would have been in there up there. They'd have been up, we covered it at night. They'd have played it live. I'm pretty sure they played it live, mm-hmm. but it's just one of them things where that's kind of weird that he's the only one that physically went over there do 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 you think well nah i'm about to say that's not true but i'm about to say what well, do you think it's money but i don't think it's that they just didn't think it was that important yeah i mean i think actions speak louder than words and not sending your main people to go cover this yeah they says didn't give a, a lot. fuck yeah they, they you know less um you know it's sad but it's like did they go well you know some black man died over there somewhere yeah i mean that's that's almost how you feel when you like well he changed you know, the world in a lot of ways, but it's like, oh, that's not important here in America. Right. Yeah. And I think it, it says a lot, you know, that they yeah. were like, we don't really need to cover this with our main people. And it's very ignorant and it shows arrogance. I'm all jokes aside because every, every other place in the world sent all their major news outlet people there to cover this. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else. Oh, also, um, this also, this is what drove black Twitter crazy. Uh, there was a candid picture of, um, president obama basically uh he was approached by the uh where was he from um day from the day by the danish prime minister hell thorning schmidt mm-hmm. um and uk prime minister david cameron who uh walked up to the president and asked him to take us a, a picture with them okay. people are calling this a selfie it's not a selfie because it's not his phone the president owns a blackberry so yeah you can't take selfies on blackberry you sure can Team my phone but it, it was kind of funny because everybody's calling it a selfie it was obviously their phone it was like can you take a picture with us which i mean i guess uh in my you know in 
to me i get it is you know it's uh not the appropriate time and i understand all that shit but um i can also understand why he would just be like uh yeah i'll take a quick picture and now obviously this becomes the story of the funeral because like oh he's not taking this seriously you know i don't know see the the thing about that particular situation right there mm-hmm. people are assholes you know how people walk around and snap pictures i've seen all kinds of crazy ass pictures people snap pictures all the time mm-hmm. and act like an, a, the president is an exception to those to this rule of just can i take a picture yeah and everybody went on about their life it ain't like they sit there 15 minutes snapping pictures right and uh everyone tried to turn it into uh michelle obama is angry because uh the president took a picture with a white woman which was funny on twitter and i won't deny it i read some of that shit and was like oh my god that's hilarious <laughs> but i guess the pictures was- do look like i'll put it in the chat and you guys can click on it but the pictures do look like a dude who just pissed off his girlfriend or wife and uh people that have girlfriends or wives understand uh i'm sure girlfriends or wives who've been mad at a dude for fucking up understand you know so um to me you know i laughed at it too because i was like oh my god those pictures you know the posture the her face like you know just body language was so funny you know like they show when she approaches them and uh president's like hey okay cool what's up and it's like okay take the selfie and michelle like she first looks over there when she's when the uh uh how thorny schmidt approached and then she looks away after a while and the president crosses his arms like, uh oh, I'm in trouble. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then he does the president does that lean forward, like, let me get away from this, but I can't leave my seat. He does that lean forward and Michelle's just laid back with giving him the side eye. And I mean, uh-huh. it's good. It's funny and it like it's a humanizing moment, yes, but it is. um people were just so up in arms, which is weird because you know i i don't know it's like people want everything to be serious all the time so a lot of people get mad at people making jokes about it but it's not like i at least the jokes i saw weren't like ridiculous or racist or over the top where it's like look at these motherfuckers it was like oh my god fellas don't you know how everybody every dude knows that feeling where your woman is not feeling this chick and you fucked up being friendly and now you sitting up here worried about that 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 plane flight home or that drive to the car to the Ah. house like man this is gonna be awkward as shit and i'm in trouble and it was just cute and funny to me mm-hmm. but a lot of people took it very seriously yeah, and like, she might have been like i know you want to take a picture with him so take the picture with him i oh yeah or she could have not give a fuck about this that's it, true who knows yeah you know? she'd probably get approached like this all the time and she's like okay just another picture yeah she might have just been thinking like oh this is gonna look bad taking a selfie at this funeral like that's true people too. People are gonna never, try to spin this. Yeah, or whatever. you never know. That's right. But at the same time, and and then like um President Bush got caught having taking a selfie at the funeral. Like it's to me, it's just like um it's weird because I guess people want it want the, these people to always be on all and acting the time. And for me, man, it's it's like a weird humanizing moment for for in a way like. They're, you know, it's one of those like they're all, they're just like us kind of moments. And now I don't know what really happened, and if anybody was even upset, you know, That's Michelle true. Michelle got good side eye action. You never know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, she does. So I, I I don't know, man, but I just thought it was cool. Um, and people ended up arguing and then following each other and shit over it all day. 
Wow. And honestly, if you take this shit serious, you're some type of weirdo. Yeah. You're just a weirdo, what? man. Yes, you are. You spend all day on Twitter arguing over this kind of shit. You are fucking weird. That's it. Yep. Um, I think Nichols A. Comp said that, and I could not agree more. You're a weirdo. You spent this morning going, President Obama, y'all can't be making these jokes. Like, it's not like they're being like, look at that ape looking nigger. Like, they're just making jokes. Like, oh man, I, you know, she, you know, that's like, get that white girl away from me. You know, like, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, uh, people were, you know, and then obviously some people are going to be like, well, you shouldn't do that because it's a reverential moment and this takes away the seriousness of that moment that, um, that's your personal yeah opinion. that's your personal opinion yeah I, yeah and it's times where a lot of people think that and other people go well it's not as important as you think it is yeah um and i mean you just have to see the pictures guys it's it's literally the woman approaches michelle kind of gives her like a distant look without really greeting her the woman takes the selfie then the next pick is uh michelle and barack and they both got their arms folded like "Uh uh-oh i fucked up then the next one is barack leaning forward trying to pay extra extra attention like if i just it's almost like a kid get being bad in church but it's like if i can just be good for the next two hours maybe she'll let it go And, and then the very last picture is like michelle literally has switched seats with barack and now she's the one put like sitting between him and this woman and that's hilarious to me why can't we laugh why does everything gotta be so serious all the time come on but uh anyway don't have a heart attack being that serious yeah it's like every dude has been here why are we acting like it's so crazy like you know why you actually you know what you know why i like this now i think about it never had time to really discuss it because i haven't talked about all day Mm -hmm. because it seems like they're fucking and that's all it is to it that's why i like it yeah it seems like they are fucking. They are. And that makes me happy in ways that you can't even fucking imagine. Because that's some shit that you do when you're having sex. You don't, like, if if Hillary gets mad at Bill, there's always this air of professionalism about them. They just didn't have a lot of genuine moments. They were never caught off, quote unquote. You know what I mean? They that's were always true. on because it was all a performance act. It's like, I don't love this motherfucker. You don't love me. Can we just get through this thing? And with Michelle and Barack, it's like, yo, he might not get nothing tonight because he gets some other nights because it matters. I I don't know. It's cute to me. And fuck you if you're so uptight about everything. Um, Mystery tips for Jesus tipper has been identified in New York City. A generous mystery tipper who has been leaving waiters and waitresses across the country thousands of dollars in tips for Jesus and stamps them with a at tips for Jesus handle was identified by a New York City wait- waiter as Jack Shelby, former PayPal vice president. Oh, how did they find him? Arouge Dewan, a waiter at Bo's Kitchen, told the New York Post that Shel- Selby and two other patrons gave him a $1,000 tip on a $111.05 bill. I don't think you hear me, though. That's a a $1,000 tip on a $100 bill. Woo! What? Why couldn't I wait on this man? <laughs> uh, as I was about to drop the check off, one of the men said they might, they might, they would make my night. They called me over, gave me the check. Dewan told the post, I was amazed. I was just really thankful. So, so were Dewan's coworkers. The Chelsea restaurant pools its tips among staffers at the end of the night. Oh man, that's gotta suck. 
Yeah. You got to yeah. split that shit 10 ways. Ain't that the truth. Uh, last week, ValleyWag.com reported that Selby, who made millions on PayPal sale to eBay, was behind the big tips. According to the Post, Bose manager, Benjamin Kramer, said, ask Selby why he tipped so much. He said, just because we tip 100 times the bill. Bigger tips, Barry, the tips for Jesus, Mark, were left across Manhattan across the weekend. $3,500 on the $391 bill at Smith near Lincoln Center. 7000 on a $2,994, uh, $94.61 check at Nomad in Midtown. I mean, that's not, that's not a hundred times, but still, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's almost like a $3,000 bill. Like, that's crazy. You know how many people get $3,000 when leave you $50? The $100? Anon- Come on. The anonymous tipping campaign began in September in Ann Arbor, Michigan, where a $3,000 tip was left on an $87 bill. A day later, a $2,000 tip was left on a $215 meal, then 5000 on a $215 check. An uh, Instagram account bearing the at trips for Jesus name shows photos of the generous gratuities. It's tagline, doing the Lord's work one tip at a time. Now, I will say it, it, it does seem like, uh, kind of weird to be like for Jesus or whatever. Uh, cause you're kind of humble bragging, you know, it's like, eh, you know, it's nothing for a player, but, uh, go have $9,000 f- for Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just follow my Twitter account and make sure you guys holler at me on Instagram. But, uh, I like a lot of retweets and likes. Yep. But, uh, it's still one of the coolest things ever. When I mm-hmm. did used to go to church, that was one of the things I didn't tithe. I would just take out the tithe money and give it to a waiter. I would too. Um, and, uh, you know, that's one of the things I liked about it was just like, I feel like this might do more good for somebody than just giving it to a, a church that's never going to get that air conditioner or that make the basketball court or, or get, paint the walls yeah. or get that sitting fan running. Right. So they can just buy a bigger church next week or whatever. Like, nah, this can actually affect someone's life. And it's, you know, a little bit of mm-hmm. something from me to you. And, yeah. I, you know, that was one of the things I like to do. Uh, definitely was one of the things that, uh, you know, started me on the path of being like, yo, man, I'm going to be a, a good tipper. So. Yeah, and sometimes uh, I wouldn't give anything like that, but, you know, I would give a lot for, like, one person sometimes. And I've had people come back and be like, you want your change? I'd be like, no. They'd be like, you gave me too much money. I was like, no, I wanted you to, to have it. They look at mm-hmm. me like something's wrong with me, but it's just one of them things where I know how it feels to be in those shoes, especially if you're very good at your job. I completely understand. Um, did you know that NSA can listen to Xbox Live and World of Warcraft communications? I believe that. They can listen to everything. A spokesperson told Eurogamer, we're not aware of any surveillance activity if it has occurred as reported. It certainly wasn't done with our consent. Um because, you know, the NSA is, you know, people have been finding out more and more stuff they're getting into. Um, I guess certain documents people have been People are released. shocked and surprised. Nigga, they listening. They always have and always will be. Right. I, I, I don't expect, I don't understand how people have so much. I don't know. I guess people just have a lot of trust in the government or something. Because none of these, when I read these articles, I go, eh, makes sense. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, it wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me if, if like, the newer cars, are, you know, the cars with the Bluetooth and shit, if they could tap in that shit and listen to what's happening in your car. It wouldn't surprise me. The government has definitely seen you guys jack off. Everybody. Come on now. I feel like that's how they, they blackmail people. No. Yeah. I'm going to run for office. Oh, really? Well, we know you jack off to Japanese cuckoo porn. No. <laughs> you will do as we say. You are for abortion now. Damn it. 
you drive a hard bargain nsa <laughs> microsoft has responded to the claims that the nsa and gh gchq spied on xbox live communications saying it hasn't seen any evidence to support that it happened and it wasn't sanctioned if it did additionally the company will join forces with the likes of google yahoo linkedin facebook and twitter to issue a jointly authored document condemning the unauthorized surveillance of its customers yeah what are you gonna do uh we condemn it don't yeah okay and you know what? I was listening to NPR this morning. And they was talking mm-hmm. about the how hypocritical it is for the companies to do this because they take that personal information and sell it, but yet they don't want the government to come in and use that personal information for their purposes. Mm-hmm. But you do the same thing for a profit. Yeah, when though. you sign, when I clicked the stuff for Xbox Live this time, it was like this will be used to send your data to Microsoft. And the TV shows, do you want that sent? And I say yes. I say yes to all that though. I'm not like you hypocrites that use Google Plus and then go, how you gonna use that to, to tell me what ad, uh, what I should buy? I'm like, please use all of this. Use everything I click on. I like porn sites that track what I clicked on and tell me what the next thing I should look at are. That's the kind, that's the future to me. Make it easy for me. I don't like hunting and pecking. Yeah. <laughs> watch i watch a youtube video tell me the next funny shit i'm gonna see that's what i'm into but uh <laughs> the uh the global government surveillance reform site explains that while the undersigned companies understand that the government need to take action to protect the citizens safety and security we strongly believe that the current laws and practices need to be reformed um but yeah new documents were listed by whistleblower eric er- edward snowden reveal the uh u.s and uk spies have the ability to eavesdrop on conversations in xbox live and have even placed agents in games including world of warcraft and second life of course you you don't think they be playing games in the break room and going in there and hearing what people be saying not just that but i mean you know they're tracking people places where you can communicate kind of away from general places that you think might be surveilled so uh, people probably go like, okay, we're some terrorists. Let's talk on Xbox Live. Oh, uh, that's right, because you don't have to pay for long distance. Almost like Skype, you don't yeah. have to pay for long distance. You I mean, it makes sense if you have someone under the surveillance and they want to find a sneaky way to get around it. They probably would use something slightly off the beaten path, like Xbox Live, World of Warcraft, in-game chat. You know, something that they think wouldn't be tracked. Ah. Uh. Fresh information released by The Guardian reveals the government agents on both sides of the Atlantic have been paying close attention to the online gaming community since at least 2008. A September 2008 memo from the NSA's UK sister agency, GCHQ, reveals that the organization had successfully been able to get the discussions between different game players on Xbox Live. While agents were put in World of Warcraft and Second Life in a bid to monitor users' buddy list and interaction. While there's no evidence that such methods were successful in fortunately terrorist attacks and that, yeah, wouldn't that be funny if they, that's how they caught somebody? You know, it's yeah. like, oh man, this, these news are killing us in Battlefield. Also, the plan is a go. <laughs> Eagle takes the hawk tonight. Eagle takes the hawk tonight. Tell the brothers. Um, and, and then get offline. Yeah. <laughs> hey, nigger faggot. You, you shut up. That's gonna be the next comment. You whore, whore fag. Uh, 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 Ali Jihad. You fuck ass pussy. Uh, how old I'm, are you on the line? Shut up, nigger. I'm seven. 
Right. And my mommy's not at home. Right. And my address is, and this is my elementary school. Because <laughs> right. that's the shit kids tell everything. And I'm really good at this game because I get yeah. to play it all kids day with no parental supervision. Yeah, kids don't keep a secret. NSA going, um, can you find that person's connection so we can call DSS? Like this is, I think everybody with kids should be forced to play some Call of Duty and hear these badass kids so they can understand why people without kids like me will walk down the street and punch a little kid in the chest. Come on now. Cause fuck them. They're probably evil anyway. Um, while there's no evidence that such methods were successful in foiling any terrorist plots, an analyst apparently referred to the, them in a report as offering target rich communications networks, uh, where potential threats could hide in plain sight. It was apparently run out of the Mint Will Hill base in North Yorkshire. While Microsoft declined to comment on the report, World of Warcraft developer Blizzard told the paper it was unaware of any surveillance taking place. If it was, it would have been done without our knowledge or permission. Me, I mean, it's not like they could say they were okay with it. Yeah, even if they was, like, they yeah. would tell you. You had to say no because you're a private company and people are going to lose their shit if you say, yeah, it was cool with us, fuck it. You know, don't do terrorist shit. So... Um, but, uh, anyway, just thought you guys might want to know that. Ian McKellen, the famous British actor mm-hmm. who has played, uh, Gandalf in Lord of the Rings. Okay. And Hobbit films. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he's an openly gay 74 year old actor. Um, he planned to go to Russia and, uh, he was informed by the United Kingdom not to go oh because he's openly gay and russia is that anti-gay at this point wait that, that, that like you can't even come visit they said don't go something might happen like you've been in movies oh, okay, okay okay they're telling him you know don't uh, don't go like on your own like unless you come in for a production or some shit like that they're like don't mm-hmm. go <laughs> yeah they might they literally might kill you the openly not even for production they, they just said don't go the openly oh. gay 74 year old actor expressed disbelief that this was the case in the land of uh tchaikovsky uh diakili yeah. rudolph yeah. Nur- nuriyev gay artists whose sexually sexuality informed their work he can't believe that they would do this oh did they not tell him that Gandalf is a character he go over there if Gandalf dies he stays dead right he can't come back as Ian McKellen the no. white no Gandalf don't know come back and now I'm Ian McKellen the straight that's Mm-mm. that's how he goes over there he's like no I'm getting off the straight don't don't kill me and they'll be like okay Mm-mm. you may pass uh Russia has ah! banned propaganda of non-traditional traditional sexual relations aimed at anyone under 18 penalties include fines and jail He's, uh, he's definitely over 18. Yeah. I mean, fines and jail. Hey, you gay. Go to jail and pay $5,000. Wow. The foreign office said Tuesday that prospective travelers should decide whether to visit Re- Russia based on its official advice, which notes a degree of intolerance on homosexuality in Russia. There's a new game crossing the land, Karen. You know, everybody's talking about the knockout game, which apparently is very anecdotal mm-hmm. and got a boy shot sketchy sketchy coverage they don't know if how much is happening but every time it does it or every time they suspect it does it makes national news and shit like that which i mean whatever happened to people just getting knocked the fuck out too i mean if i like go play basketball in the park and i say listen your mother's a cunt whore you bitch ass nigga fuck you hoe face and then they just like 
punch me in my fucking face and leave me knocked out of the basketball court? Does the news just show up now and go, it's the knockout game? Nah, you just, you know, I, I wonder though, cause that's how it's being. Oh, yes. yes all yes, this yes, shit yes, is, yes, everybody yes, yes. getting knocked out in America is the knockout game at this point. Okay. When some people I really just wonder, got an old fashioned ass whooping. Yeah, yeah. Anybody just getting their ass whooping and waking up in the hospital and they're like, what happened? I was I, knocked out. <laughs> I was playing basketball and, uh, I just I woke know. up and they're like, knockout game. All right. Let's report it guys. It's official. Would you say you were knocked out? Yes. Uh, I would, I guess. Was it, a game of basketball i was playing a game of basketball yeah that's why the last thing i remember knockout game let's go guys run with it <laughs> another knockout game print it and run yeah i was walking down the street i got knocked out have you ever played monopoly or any other ah! any other board games of anything of that type i've played chess once knockout game let's go guys we've we've wrap it up we've already said it what it is uh but here's a new Question. one innocent fun or sexual harassment. A Friday tradition is gaining ground. Young students slapping the backsides of others. 10 News reporter Jennifer Titus is covering Pasco County tonight where one mother is making sure the trend is slapped right out of the school district for good. Okay, go! I had never heard of it until it happened to my daughter and I was very shocked. Tanya Thompson's daughter is an 8th grader at Pineview Middle School. She says one Friday her daughter came home concerned and feeling uncomfortable. She came home from school and let me know that um, some boys have been threatening to slap her. Thompson didn't hesitate reporting it to school officials. Who then very actively and responsively engaged in investigating the situation and handled it, you know, very expeditiously. Middle school principal Jennifer Crosby says when she heard about the slapping of bottoms, the school immediately got to the bottom of it. It was when on the morning news and very carefully explained um, my understanding of, of what could be out there. She says it's not going to be tolerated in the Pasco County School school system the title of the the activity because any time that you're dealing with middle school students and I think students in general you want to be kind of gender in, in how you're handling something because you want them to take you seriously and not find um, humor in in the topic for Tanya Thompson she knows that this trend among young students is hitting schools nationwide it was in the other area district schools also so I think the kids think think it's funny they don't understand the gravity of it she says it's something that needs to come to a stop didn't actually happen to my daughter. It was just threatened. But I honestly would consider filing charges at that point in time. And back out here live now, the school says Thompson's report of the butt slapping is the first time they've ever heard of this trend. But we spoke to some students out here just a little while ago who tells us they've witnessed it. They've witnessed it taking place as far back as two years ago. They say it normally takes place on Fridays. Live in Lando Lakes. White. My right, my guess the race is white. Um, but it, I, when I was a kid, people used to slap butts in the hallway and shit, like for fun or sexual harassment, um, or whatever. And it kind of got chalked up as kids being kids. Um, the videos that they showed didn't look like malicious and shit. Um, but you know, it's like girls slapping each other on the butt as part of a game. Uh, somebody was looking in the camera and like, Another person walked up like in a Toys R Us and hit him with a foam bat on the butt, and they both started laughing. Um, yeah, and my thing mm-hmm. is this, and like I said, it is because I don't do the physical gags. I fuck physical gags. I do not think they're funny. Not on you, and not on me, and not when I know they're not coming. And a lot of people 
literally do this at children with their brothers and sisters. They got family members do this shit. The relationship of the people matters. You know, you can be joking with your friends, but it's, it's almost like hazing. Somebody's always going to take the shit too far and it's going to be become an issue. And it's one of those things where somebody does it and they don't feel comfortable. All of a sudden you got problems, you got issues, the school got a lawsuit. Like I can see this getting completely out of hand and I can see somebody doing this. It's a joke and somebody turn around knocking it the fuck out. Cause it's not, to me, that's not funny. Okay. Maybe that's how the knockout game started. Somebody slapped someone in the butt and then they got knocked out. And yeah. Like, come up with a cover story. Yeah. Like, 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 like I said, it can be funny. You know, America's home videos and shit like that. But it's just one of those things where I, I don't know. I, I guess from, from an adult perspective and you're dealing with children who, who always push the boundaries. It's just one of those things where, okay, like this, this could be a problem. Yeah. They're kids and I think people are taking it too serious because they're thinking of it like adults. Like, yeah. if you went to someone's office and slapped them on the ass, you probably would go to jail. Yes, you would. Um, I'm not even saying it's right. I just don't think the kids are thinking of it in the same light that we think of it. And that's, you and know, that, and when, that's true. When you have, like, kids at this age where they're still kind of figuring out life and sexuality and all that stuff, they just think it's funny to slap someone on the butt as some type of gimmick or gig, like a giggle-worthy joke. We used to have a game. When I was a kid coming up, uh, maybe kids still play it, but if you got a fresh haircut, someone would come up behind you, put their hand on the back of your neck, uh, like the back area of your haircut that was like, uh, freshly shaved, mm-hmm. and then they would like rub it real fast and the friction would hurt. Like hell, it's like oh. for a second, you're like, ouch! I see people smack and people then they in the would, head. That, they did that too, okay. and they would run off or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that was a thing that happened often, you know, and you basically end up like protecting your neck, walking through the, uh, hallway <laughs> or certain people you see them walking towards you and go, man, don't fucking do it, you know? So you protect your butt too then? But, well, what I was going to say is, I wonder if this is kind of that, where they're not, the kids aren't thinking of it necessarily sexually. That's true now. And they're, but they know it's inappropriate and that's why they're doing it because it's funny that you would do something inappropriate to another person. (laughs) And people don't want them to be kids because, you know, that's kind of what kids do. I think, you know, maybe we're saying like the butt is off limits or something. Yes, that's a problem. But, but like, it looked like dudes were doing it to each other, girls are doing it to each other. And, 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 like they weren't thinking of it as I'm going to get away with touching your butt because it's so hot and sexy. And, and okay. Now I do understand what you're saying, but also when, when you, when you're dealing with children at this age, male and females is one of those things where when you deal with, because they do in the butt, but I guarantee you, especially for females, if a dude's doing it to a girl or, I can guarantee you it's them went across the titties. Like, like they say ass slapping, but I can guarantee well, you it's see, more to it than that. Now you're making shit up, though. And that, like, that's, I understand, I can, I'm okay I, if you say, like, it could go there. Yes, or maybe it could. That, that's, that's but what for I'm you saying. to just be like, that's definitely happening, that, that's, that's not definitely happening. That's not what the article is even about. I also don't think that this is some type of, I think this is just as sensationalistic as the fucking knockout game. Like honestly, like I, yeah, I, I yeah, bet you it's I, not I, even I, some. I guarantee wide, you it's, it's probably a handful of children doing it. Right, I guarantee you it's not some widespread conspiracy across the the all this stuff. Like it's probably just kids being silly in a few places, and they're trying to sensationalize it. And I think that you're falling kind of victim to it to to even be like. 
oh it's obviously going across all this and people are grabbing each other's titties and people are <laughs> like why are you even taking it to that you know if they were if that was happening that's what they'd be covering because that's even more sensationalistic than the butt slap game that's true that's true and 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 and, and, and like i say i, I like I said, because I am adult, I am looking at it from an adult perspective. Don't smack me on the ass. Unwanted, you know. And it might be one of the things where it is wanted, which is completely different. You know, like you say. Well, part it's kind of like anything. Um, When you're that age and you're young and you're insecure and everybody's doing something, if it's a trend, right? Assuming it's a trend, which I don't think it is. But if everybody's doing something, you kind of don't want to play, but you kind of do. Because it means you're the eyeball that nobody wants to play with. So you kind of do want somebody to want to slap you on the butt, even if they don't do it. Because you're a kid and you don't want to be the outcast. Like being a social outcast is almost worse than being harassed. Because it's like as a child, nobody's fucking with me and all the cool kids are slapping each other on the ass. Yeah, and as a child, yes, and children have the perspective of a child. So yeah, you're talking about it as a yeah, you're talking about as an adult which is the same thing the news article is doing, which is why I think it's kind of disingenuous. You know, like the, the, the kid, and you know, and for the woman to even another mom using her kid, this woman started this shit and was like, it didn't even happen to my kid. But if it did, like, oh, really? You, you needed to call the fucking news to come out to your house so you could fucking get on TV and talk about this fake ass epidemic like i, I don't know man and, and just, I, it rings so hollow to me and, and i agree with you but i don't know i, I don't know but like i said because as as a i don't take that lightly like i can truly see it getting out of hand and the, i can too I, know, for the record i just don't even think it's out of hand now and i don't think it's even close to it i i can't i guarantee you it's it's like the knockout game this is their new thing it's gonna be the in a, you know the knockout game is one thing but now some eighth grade boys threatening to slap a girl's butt in a Florida middle school. Let's <laughs> pretend that this is the biggest problem in the world right now. Oh, like Let's gonna, act like gonna, this is a global epidemic. They're going to outdo each other? What do you mean? Like the kids were like, we're going to do something even greater than that. No, the kids aren't. The kids don't even fucking know about this. They didn't know it's going to be a news article. Ah, they're not trying to get true. on TV. That's true. This is something that they do. Somebody threatened to slap a girl's butt. She told her mom. Her mom called the fucking news, and the news covered it okay. like like okay. motherfuckers are slapping ass and okay. and to get into gang initiations and shit. Okay. And it's not even a fucking problem. Okay. It's just rallying people up so that because they know adults like like you will hear it and go, "You better not touch me because that right. It, it's not going to happen to you, and it's not going to happen." the same way you're not gonna get knocked out walking down the street but they have you all riled up emotionally and that's why people respond to this shit yeah and and okay now i understand more because yeah something threatening my daughter i would have went to school but i wouldn't have called the news to my house who wouldn't be interviewing me but yeah somebody would have known you know i you know yeah this is something you call the school to handle yeah 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 hey these people said they were gonna do something to my daughter don't let this shit happen that's right if it does i'm gonna fuck these kids up and it's gonna be your fault yeah that's the truth you know instead she's calling fucking channel nine and then channel nine's channel nine's going out there like is this a new spate of games where like Uh a knockout game will kids be slapping people nelson mandela funeral had a president obama slapping people on the ass <laughs> they're gonna try to sensationalize Slapping ass, it. new trend yeah stop like and then and yeah you just kind of fell for it like most adults listening to the news will fall for it the same <laughs> yes. way they, the same way white people fell for the knockout game shit with it like it's obviously an epidemic that people are oh my god i'm gonna die someone's gonna punch me and knock me out 
oh you can't trust any black people anymore like it's i don't know i don't know don't be a sucker people if you're out there um you know it's pretty you know cut and dry um let's talk about this did you know tequila tequila uh she ain't been around a hot minute yeah hasn't been famous since fucking myspace what uh she is trying to get back in the news Uh uh-oh she went to facebook over the weekend to write a post right uh posting on a very sensitive topic the holocaust and she did it in a very insensitive way alongside a photo of her dressed as a nazi standing in front of auschwitz she uh the star claims hitler was just an innocent bullied dictator who wanted to show love to the jewish people wow once upon a time in a far land far far in a land far away there was a special and sweet kid who had a dream to become a painter teela wrote he was a brilliant artist and was ahead of his time he had hopes and dreams just like we all do unfortunately the art school did not feel the same way as he and they rejected him fast forward a few years later he was roughed up and bullied on top of that by the same people he once loved his name was hitler teela continues um the Jews mocked her, rejected her, and laughed at her through and through when all she ever did was show them love. Uh, I guess she's comparing herself to Hitler now. What? Um, yeah. She, she, yeah, she's an idiot. Um, which is kind of, kind of funny, man, because like, to me, this just is the monster of fame. Yes, it is. And for, it for being no, famous without talent that's right and always wanting to be relevant or always wanting to have somebody have your name come out of somebody's mouth you you do whatever it takes to keep your name moving yeah when you you don't have talent only scandal can really do it like yes sir it is kind of the catch-22 with like a kim kardashian like if she had not fucked ray j on camera we don't know who she is and you can never take that away like clearly there's a reason like it's like i don't have a discernible talent i'm not a very interesting person i'm not you know like uh you know kim k happens to be a much better businesswoman but i'm just saying like Mm -hmm. she doesn't she does she's not known for singing well she's not known Mm -hmm. for uh being able to act she's but what she can do is look good and be and have a sex tape and motherfuckers are going to always be interested in her because you know we had that madonna horror complex in america where Mm -hmm. we hate the hoes but we love them hoes so um (laughs) you know as long as she has that you know even when she was uh just dating around remember it was like oh my god she's dating romo now she's dating this dude now she's dating uh miles austin i mean she's dating uh reggie bush and now she's dating uh chris humphreys or some shit like everybody was just all up in her pussy to be like she dating people y'all she's a hoe keep keep a look remember she had a sex oh, tape Lord. but she used it to you Our know advantage right and this seems like to tequila is the same like she is like the crackhead of fame like yes fame, sir. you know fame has left her and now she will do anything um to to get that star back to get even even negative attention when she was getting a lot of negative attention in the first place but even now it's like people have moved on it's like look i just gotta do what i gotta do i'm surprised she hadn't put the sex tape out this must be the her way of avoiding that that's true that might be the next step yeah but even now people are doing like legit porn to stay to get famous like the stormy daniels or whatever the woman that um was uh doing that was uh, having an affair with uh, anthony weiner 
mm-hmm. or the sexual whatever texting affair whatever she did porn um the woman uh the girl from team mom yeah she did porn like that like people are addicted to this fame monster because they don't have a talent they don't there's nothing that people will ever listen to them do or watch them do for the benefit of being entertained by that person yeah what they fail to realize is that uh when you like that people attention span is so short that you have to constantly do shit to keep their attention right or else they will go and find some other shit to look at yeah this is her like stepping the game up and being like maybe hitler wasn't that bad uh-huh. does anybody care yet is anybody gonna click on me anyone gonna call me and be on the show like nothing okay guys let me go do something else till i get your attention did you know the nsa apparently is spied on the porn habits of uh radicals there is according to this um i would play the whole thing as long that's spy on the porn habits of everybody the National Security Agency has been gathering records of online sexual activity and evidence of visits to pornographic websites as part of a proposed plan to harm the reputations of those whom the agency believes are radicalizing others through incendiary speeches, according to a top-secret NSA document. The document, provided by NSA whistleblower Edward Snowden, identifies six targets, all Muslims, as exemplars of how personable vulnerabilities can be learned through electronic surveillance and then exploited to undermine the target's credibility, reputation, and authority. So, like, they look at us like, oh, this dude fucking hates America, spends all day telling everybody how, you know, the righteous good thing to do is to blow us all up, and uh, he's into Big Tit Mills 3. So you need to definitely put that and put that shit out there. Let people know that uh he's uh very much into Japanese tentacle porn and uh it's time to uh to out this motherfucker. Oh, is he telling him to make it nasty? <laughs> right. He's this guy loves Wesley Pipes, okay guys? A lot. The NSA document dated October third, two thousand twelve, repeatedly refers to the power of charges of hypocrisy to undermine such a messenger. A previous signet or sig or signals intelligence and the interception of communications um, as- assessment report of radicalization indicates uh, indicated that radicalizers appear to be particularly vulnerable to an area of authority where their private and public affairs are not consistent. So you can just kind of show their followers or the people they're listening to that this motherfucker be lying. Uh-oh. And he'll be jacking off to these blonde, big titted uh, bimbos while while, <laughs> and while strap up and go blow them up. While well, not he well while telling you to. Oh, oh, here's it. Oh. Yeah, they're going after the people who they believe are the people who incite others to um, oh, join so, so these causes. So they be jacking off, telling you that these people is the evil and the mean, and go blow yourself up. They're right. jacking off to them. Right. It's okay. like oh, the demon of the west. And with them big ass titties and nipples for days, and ask the race ratio that uh, uh where was our jihad? Uh, kill people, yeah, kill <laughs> take take down the westerners. We don't need their yeah. seeing in those what, tight jeans. What was, what was that? Get on your knees. What are you talking about? Oh, nothing, nothing, nothing. Yeah, so I just thought that was funny. Um, I think uh, we can finally put this to rest now. Uh. Marine Daniel, former Marine Daniel Morales, mm-hmm. uh, has been fired. And oh yeah, we knew that some was of coming. The, some of the donations through PayPal have been refunded. Good. 
um you know and people you know we were in the poll last time on the show it was like a third of people who listen to the show who still think she was um not guilty like she didn't try to run game on people um yes, which i don't did. i don't know how you can come to that conclusion at well, this she took point. them people money um but uh i think they actually have a video for this new jersey has been gaining support online after family refused to tip her because of her sexuality dana morales a former marine waits tables at a restaurant in bridgewater she says the family left this note on the bill quote sorry i cannot tip because i do not agree with your lifestyle and the way you live your life morales couldn't believe it i was rather offended mad like i didn't i didn't know how to react to that Morales says she deserved a tip, adding that she can defend democracy overseas as a Marine, but she can't get a tip in New Jersey because she's gay. All right. So that was the original story. Yes. But now um, this is a special report from ABC News. Hold on. We got a special report. Um, But (laughs) (laughs) but now um, it's been on it. Yeah. But now uh, there's at least three people have sent her uh, the website that gave her the tip. Mm hmm. Has received at least three people that said, I would like to um, get my money back. That's right. And uh, they've been given refunds. And they should. Yep. She was and it w- makes the people that support her look like idiots. Yep. Um, so uh, it says it has been confirmed that refunds have been issued to people that gave Daniel Morales and the story we posted last month that she sent about the note on the receipt where she was not tipped. Have a gay day founder Michael Note wrote on the Facebook page. We're not sure who is exactly is issuing the refunds, but we have had four different people send us info that they received PayPal refunds this morning. Note 30 told ABC News he feels betrayed by the whole episode and a, uh, and a responsibility to find the truth because it was his site that initially posted Morales' story. He said the last time he spoke to Morales was a few days after the media had picked up the story, but he hasn't been able to reach her since then because she has since taken down her Facebook page. Oh, so she basically running. She thanked us, and also she told us that at that moment, the media agencies were doing interviews, and she was going to donate the money to the Wounded Warriors. So the Wounded Warriors Project, a group that supports injured military service members, and their families did not immediately respond to calls from ABC. Uh, LGBTQ Nation reported that a spokesperson for the Wounded Warriors said Friday that they had no records of any donations from Morales. I believe that because she didn't plan on giving that money to them. Shortly after the New Jersey couple emerged with the receipts, former friends and colleagues of Morales also came forward and claimed that she is a pathological liar. She lied to me about having cancer and did a whole other mess of things. She stayed in my house and lied to all my family and friends, says Kirsten Lynn Bremer, 23, a former friend of Morales, um, she wrote on Facebook. Bremer says she met Morales two years ago where Morales was then engaged to her close friend, Teresa Rivera, Rivera, and that Morales was dishonorably discharged from the Marines and lied about having oleodendroglomia, an incurable form of brain cancer, among other things. (gasps) Yeah, uh, that's not good to do um, to people. Um, uh. Yeah, they're like, you know, that's the thing though. People run with these stories so fast, you know, um, because everybody's just like, oh, I got it. With something like this, believe you me, people will investigate and find out the truth. Yeah. Um, she also says, um, 
the u.s marines corps denied me to respond okay uh but a pentagon source told lgbtq nation friday that morales had been given an administrative general discharge for failing to show up at a required monthly at her required monthly reserve drills no it's always funny because like you know people on the internet are going to look into these stories Mm -hmm. so why would you make up a fake one like there's people that tell the truth they get their shit torn apart yes they're ultimately telling the truth like why would you try to bullshit your way through this no said that he felt protective of his online community and was disappointed that morales was dishonest especially pulling a stunt like this around the holidays Gallup Asian Bistro says they conducted an internal investigation into whether Morales forged the receipt by examining security surveillance footage and their computer records, but that the results were inconclusive. Despite news reports to the contrary, that this is not a simple, straightforward matter, and we have conducted our own inter- internal investigation. Uh, the restaurant wrote on his Facebook page, in light of the investigation of recent events, both Ms. Morales and Gallup Asian Bistro have made a joint decision that Ms. Morales will no longer continue her employment at the restaurant. I don't think that was joint. Y'all fired her. Which we wish her well in the future. No said, while some people posted on Facebook, they had received electronic donations back from PayPal. He also received complaints from others who had sent their money in the mail or in person that had not received their donations back. Of course. Crazy. Because when you do that, she done took that money and ran. That's why she cleared off of Facebook, you know, and did all that other shit because if you gave her, like, direct cash or you wrote her a check and she cashed it, there's no way you're getting that money back because that money could buy. Yeah. What a, what a douche, man. Um, All right, guys. Let's uh play some games here. That's what you guys really came for. You don't care about all this other shit we're talking about. about. Mm-hmm. Like President Obama, R. Kelly, I get it. Yeah, selfies, who gives a damn? Peeing yeah. on girls, I don't care. just fucking with them black people just fucking with them blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time for the game that is crossing all the podcast land where we read news articles from uh different people that are fucking with black people and then we assign them scores from zero to 100 in intervals of 25 and give them points for fucking with black people yep we got a couple contestants today uh actually i might say one of these for tomorrow I'll say one for tomorrow. Okay. Um, a fired black executive at BP, British Petroleum, was told her dashiki made colleagues uncomfortable, lawsuit says. <laughs> Santa Ana, California, BP fired a top executive after warnings her, warning her that braiding her hair and wearing dashikis made her colleagues uncomfortable and that she should do so only during Culture Day or Black History Month. <gasps> Melphine Steve Ev- Evans sued BP West Coast product, uh, West Coast products, BP products, North America and nine people in Orange County Superior Court. Evans claims she was fired after nearly 10 years with British Petroleum Oil Co. and replaced with a younger white male after a series of overtly racial complaints. Evans began working at, for BP in early 2001 as vice president of North America's Western, Reli- Western region and was CFO B- BP West Coast Productions, <laughs> West Coast Products. How about that productions? Yeah. Wesley Price was in there like, use some more of that oil. Make it nasty. Um, in La Palma, California, when she was fired, according to a 24 page lawsuit. 
she claims that her supervisors and other management responded to her complaint of race and gender discrimination by telling her that she was the problem and with a litany of insensitive remarks that's textbook according to the lawsuit those remarks included you intimidate and make your colleagues uncomfortable by wearing ethnic clothing and ethnic hairstyles dashikis twists braids cornrows and on occasion, a BP representative was, went so far as to ask Miss Evans if she understood that wearing a dashiki to work makes her colleagues feel uncomfortable. I mean, but what could be more comfortable than a dashiki? Have y'all seen those? They're very comfortable. It's almost like pajamas. If you insist, like, what did they think she was gonna do though? Uh, Miss Evans, uh, would you like to give the report on the finances? Of course, you white devil, racist crackers, imperialist. Yeah, I think they probably been wanting to get rid of her, but they was like, she's so educated, so we can't get rid of her. I mean, she works for BP. How down with the cause can she be? be come on now. And have that job, because you can't be but so down. You know what I mean? It's not like Ain't she could be against the man. Yeah. BP is the fucking man. And got promoted and shit. It's one of those yeah. things which I hope she sued him and win and, and take all that money and buy dashikas and ship it to him in the box and say, dashikas for everybody. <laughs> If you insist on wearing ethnic clothing hairstyles, you should do so only during Culture Day, Black History Month, or Special Diversity Events Days. If you're going to wear ethnic clothing, you should alert people in advance that you will be wearing something ethnic. And I like to let y'all know um, tomorrow I will be wearing my dashiki. Oh, okay. And a kufi. And cornrows. We didn't have any action. We didn't take any action against the contractor who placed the noose on in the Cherry Point refinery because we weren't really sure the rope that was placed there was meant to harass or intimidate employees. Sometimes refinery employees practice tying knots, and since they aren't there aren't that many black employees at the refinery, and the knot in the rope was not tied like a noose knot, we don't believe it symbolized racial hatred or violence. Okay, um, they hate you, and they are going to get you. Says. These are all things that were said to her, I guess. As for a comment, BP spokesman Scott Dean told Courthouse News, generally BP does not publicly discuss personnel issues. However, BP treats all employees fairly. BP disagrees with the claims and will vigorously defend the suit. Mm-hmm. Dean said the California Department... Yes, Karen? I hope she wins. Dean said the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing dismissed discrimination complaints uh, Evans filed with the agency last year. That November 30th, 2012 dismissal letter attached as an ex- exhibit to the lawsuit states in part, the Department of Fair Employment and Housing has closed your case for the following reason, investigated and dismissed withdrawn. Based upon this investigation, DFEH is unable to conclude that the information obtained establishes a violation of the statute. But Evans says in her lawsuit, although plaintiffs, supervisors, defendants, Rita Gr- Griffin and Nick Elmsley told her on the day they fired her that she did not get along well with her teammates and colleagues that she regularly engaged in bullying and overly aggressive behavior the plaintiff official 360 evaluation performance feedback reviews which were completed by teammates that were selected by the defendant included the statement melphine is a people person she engages her entire organization and is sincere in her desire to ensure all her are valued and heard so that's a contradictory, which happens a lot in this cases where it's like, oh, you're a terrible, bad person in this you go lawsuit. You from the best employee then, to the worst employee. Right. Anytime they had a chance to put something on the record, they're like, oh, we love you. You're great. You know, <laughs> you're the best. Uh, and also you're fired because you're a piece of shit. She engages her entire organization. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Griffin com- complimented Evans for leadership skills less than three weeks before she fired her. 
Evans claims BP's reasoning for fire her were pretextual to cover for its racist and sexist comments and actions and hostile discriminatory treatment that was inconsistent with her similarly situated white counterparts at BP. Evans seeks damages for race, gender discrimination, harassment, retaliation, and wrongful determination. I mean, wrongful termination. She is represented by, uh, I don't care if she's represented by, but, um, yeah, it's kind of, um, crazy. Like that, uh, she went from a great employee to a terrible employee mm-hmm. all because she was rocking too much Afrocentric shit. You know, I, it may, it begs the question, like, would this happen if, uh, say a Jewish person was wearing a yarmulke to mm-hmm. work? Mm-hmm. Um, I guarantee you. Mm-mm. You know, they could even have a no hats policy. You let somebody come in there with a hat or, or some stuff, and they talking about religious reasoning. They probably let them wear that hat. Yeah, like when uh, Catholics wear, you know, the ash or something, or when, um, you know, and that's not even tied to your race, but just saying, like, yes. are there other things that they're cool with? Like, you know, just even the idea of like, well, you can wear this for, you know, certain occasion stuff. And I mean, yes, I get it. I've been doing this for years. And I get it. Uh, Gashiki is not the most stylish shit. It is not the most <laughs> fitting with Western culture and business yes. and all. I get it. Like, yeah. but it's almost like you hired this person. They're doing a good job. Um, if this is a sticking point for them where they're not gonna not do this, you can't do that. And not to mention, once you go in on the hair, that becomes much more of a racial argument. Yes. Than a, um, you know, cause now it's like the only way you can wear your hair up in here is with a perm or in a fashion that is ang- Anglo centric. That we consider acceptable. Right. Like if you would have had, you know, you got your hair in some braids. Well, that, that's not acceptable in a professional environment. It's like, why are my braids, which, you know, are probably neatly, braided and all that stuff like why is that somehow not professional am i no longer able to do my job um but uh yeah i, I would give this a 75 because it only happened to her you know if uh this was a, a group of people yeah if this is a group of people i think i would be more um the fact that it's bp which is one of the most evil companies in the world and they are you know um the the, the people who are somehow policing their culture uh that's good so 75 out of 100 for fucking with black people. Uh, that's good. Let's go to our game, guys. The real game you guys want to play. Yes. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for guess the race. The number one game show crossing all the podcast land where we play or read news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants to guess the race today's guess the race contestants are the chat room because we don't have a guest so let's get racist and start this all right florida oh florida authorities in florida arrested a 26 year old woman on arson charges okay Sometimes you got to arrest a motherfucker on some arson charges, guys. You know how it is. That's why you got to burn shit down. Mm-hmm. After a fight, a woman set the front door on fire of the home where she had recently lived together uh, as a family with her ex-boyfriend. Oh, shit, not the front door. You won't be leaving this way. Poof. Uh, and her ex, with her ex-boyfriend and his girlfriend. Oh, she was trying to kill both of them. 
Kaylin Marie Partenza, 26, guess the race, of Deerfield Beach was arrested on Wednesday along with her ex-boyfriend Brian Morris. She faces two counts of arson, first-degree dwelling with people present, and she faces a charge of aggravated assault with a firearm, domestic violence, and battery domestic violence. Oh, wait, no, he faces those, okay. I got mad and lit the door on fire, Partenza told authorities. The incident began when Partenza went to the apartment to get closure on her relationship with Morris. Now, come on, guys. Mm-mm, I'm not buying that. She- you know goddamn well you ain't getting no closure by showing up to nobody's apartment unannounced. unannounced. Come on now. Where he's living with his new girlfriend. Come on. Hey, I would like some closure. Sure, no problem. What's going on? Why don't you like me anymore? Well, I've just moved on. Okay, thanks for the closure. Have a good day. That's not what she thought was going to happen. You. What was the gasoline for? Morris opened the door, pointed a handgun at her. <gasps> well, that's the most closure you can get. And they had a physical fight on the stairs. But being in fear of her life, she ran out and left her belongings on the front porch. Partenza says she ran away and Morris threw... What does that say about the new girlfriend, by the way? Come on now. I'm going to go out here and point my gun at my ex-girlfriend. Well, I'm sure it will work out. We in love. Um, we got that real love. <laughs> but being in fear of her life, she ran out and left her belongings. So Partenza said she ran away and Morris threw her boots at her, at her hit her in the arm, causing bruising and swelling. Morris said she was peeking what into she the... she run out her shoes? I guess so. Or maybe her boots is what she was picking up. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, Morris, maybe when they was fighting, she lost one. Maybe she took them off. May have. No, women like to hit you with shoes and shit. <laughs> Morris saw that she was peeking into the apartment window through a small separation through between the door and the door frame of the lower counter of the left front door. He he put a towel out against the inside to stop her from looking and propped it up with a speaker, uh, Authority said. Shortly thereafter, he saw flames of smoke coming into the apartment from the towel and the door blaze, according to affidavit. <laughs> I show you, you're going to love me. I'm going to put closure to this. I'm going to kill everybody. That should close this whole case. She was listening to some left eye shit. Yes, she was. A scrub is a guy who thinks he's fly. Is that Who's smoke? Also known as a buster. Shortly thereafter, he saw flames. So, uh, yeah, Morris's current girlfriend extinguished the blaze. Partenza told police she intentionally used lighter fluid to fa- she found a grill outside and lit a cigarette to start the fire. The complaint said she was held on fifty thousand dollars bond. Guess the race of Kaylin Marie Partenza, arsonist. Getting closure, Oprah loving white woman. Oh. Jersey Shore mob wives, black hating white. So is that too classy? If I can't have you, no one can. Lifetime movie, crazy white, crazy woman, white. Yeah. White says Quincy. Black says Ashley. Let's see. Anybody else guessing? guessing? All right. I will go into the, uh, so white it blinds my eyes says Tara Hawk. Oh my. Lily loving, black man loving, fat NASCAR watching, kale eating, fire starting white says Curtis Hicks. Wow. The correct answer is, is. white. And some of you guys guess, well, at least somebody guess black. black. Not black. Um, let's go into the next one. Um, here we go. 
a man is accused of vandalizing business uh and trying to fight a cop after being refused alcohol <laughs> a big reds restaurant employee informed jacob dale engel on november 29th that he wasn't going to be served any more alcohol after he told her she had ugly shoes uh what uh huh wow bitch your shoe shows it's ugly when i'm gonna tell you what's ugly this bar because my shit is closed mister the employee soon asked the 23 year old who was slurring his word and apparently drunk to leave the restaurant when she asked the second time engel flipped over a table and walked out the overturned table hit the employee in her leg but she was not seriously injured engel then broke the glass on one of the restaurant's doors and ran away even the police officers responded to the scene around 10.30 p.m. This guy was having a night. Not even yeah. 10.30 yet. I know. In Big Red, that sounded like some tobacco chewing. Police found Engel near Southwest Springwood Drive and Ironwood Loop, and he ran when officers told him to stop. Then he fell down because he was drunk as shit. Of course. Engel got up, threw a punch at one of the approaching officers, and missed. Uh, uh, duh. The report said he then pinned to the he was then pinned to the ground and struggled with the officer until backup arrived. Engel later told officers he drank large amount of beer before going to the restaurant, but didn't remember anything until the struggle on the ground when the, with the officers. Oh. He was booked into Washington County Jail on charges of disorderly conduct, harassment, criminal mischief, interfering with police, and resisting arrest. According to the report, the tussle left Engel with cuts and scrapes on his hands and uh, face as well as a chip, too. Other Shit. Pe- mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, guess the race of this guy, uh, Mr. What is his name? Jacob Engel, belligerent drunk dude who, uh, who not- has issues with women's shoes. Yeah. I think this just means the woman should have cut it. The bartender should have cut him off about two drinks before this. Ain't that the truth? Proud to be American, possible white man. So that's actually classy. Ah. Terry S says liquid courage plus white privilege equal punching a cop. Definitely white. Quincy Lord says there's charges missing. White. Yeah, where's public inti- <laughs> drunken intoxication public? Anyway, Hank Hill's neighbor says Ashley. Uh, well, it can't be Con. It must be uh, yeah. the other ones, I guess. The only one who gave Luke Dog Podcast five stars white. Aww. Privileged, self-hating white boy wasted. Leave it to Beaver White. Tried to fight the cops. Got to guess white. White and white. The correct the answer, answer is... Oh, uh, wait, we got one more. Chip Poo Poo Tooth Hurt Bartender Didn't Get Shot or Beaten to Death. White, sir. The correct answer is white. I don't think nobody got that one wrong. Good job, everyone. Good job. Uh, let's, uh, let's go to the bonus round here, guys. You guys are all doing so good. You're getting them all right. Double the points, double the race, double the points, double the race. Hey, it's time for the bonus round of Guess the Race, where everything's worth double the points and double the racism. Are you guys getting nervous? Most of you are two for two. But if you miss one, here's a chance to catch up. Here we go. Um, Here's one. A man jumped to his death after a furious row with his girlfriend who insisted they go into a clothes shop. CCTV shows Tao Hasayo, Tao Hasayo, 38, escorting his girlfriend around a shopping mall in Zhaozhou, Jiangsu province, East China. 
each after five hours Tao finally had enough and demanded to go home and why i wouldn't say he told her she already had enough shoes more shoes than she could wear in a lifetime and it was pointless buying anymore she started shouting at him accusing him of being a skin flint and spoiling christmas it was a really heated argument the shouting match ended when the man chucked the bags on the floor and jumped over the balcony smashing the christmas decorations on his way down before hitting the floor before hitting the floor seven stories below <gasps> causing shocked panic shock shock shoppers to, pa- to flee in panic wow he was like you know i've had enough of you i'd rather die before you get another pair of shoes look all i gotta say out there to my fellows oh that's serious am i right oh my god i feel like he hit that ground for all of us <laughs> bitches be shopping bitches be shopping <laughs> good lord they be shopping but and then that's be, why y'all don't go together take no let me go by myself then damn they, it. Be, they be using you like 12 years a slave you got to carry all the luggage and shit and get nothing for yourself then they be like why don't you get something for yourself because i don't want to spend an extra minute in this store without with you <laughs> like the faster i can get the fuck out of here the better yeah that's why i need to go that's why i go shopping by myself yeah karen goes by herself I, yeah I, or, I, or i go with somebody else who i know shops like yeah that. go with another woman and y'all can go yak it up together and be trying Happy. on clothes and shit yeah because i'm gonna tell you what because don't nothing piss me off more than especially if you really enjoy you're looking for the good sales and somebody looking at you talking about i'm ready to go yeah it's not a good it's not a good way to spend time together if you don't shop similar i I leave the house i know what the fuck i want i know what i'm looking for i'm in and out of this shit okay i have a goal you know i don't go browsing i don't go i don't clothes shopping and let me look at 17 pairs of shoes and buy 20 of them like that that's (laughs) not that's not my idea of a good day i remember i went shopping with uh my best friend in uh uh high school uh rashida one time she was like oh let's go to the mall and i need to get some shoes and shit and we hung out all the time, so it was like, all right, cool, we go get some shoes and shit, and I'm not doing anything anyway. And uh four hours later, I was like, I fucking hate you. Like, I wish I hadn't done this. Like, yeah. what was I thinking? Like, I was thinking it would be like... A short trip. Yeah, because yeah, I'm a dude, and I, I saw her, not, you know, not that she wasn't attractive or anything, but I just saw her, like, hanging out with a dude. Like, oh, cool, you just need to stop by the mall and grab something? Cool, let's go do that. And four hours later, when it's like... What do you think? Does this shirt look better? Or you think this shirt looks better? I'm like, I can't tell the difference. And <laughs> they all look the same. There's a thousand things I could be doing right now. And my eyeballs are melting into the back of my brain <laughs> from fucking ah. anguish. And I just wish I could jump off this balcony and kill myself. Oh. And ah. finally, somebody it. became that hero and it made was, that point. It was like, for all the men that wish they could do this. Yes. Every man. I Listen, ladies. If you have ever gone shopping and your man is gone with you, don't don't do it. Unless he is gay, don't. he has wanted to kill himself. I'm sorry, it's not worth it. I don't care, and I don't care. I don't believe you. I know some of you are like, I don't even shop like that. I know what I want. I know what's on sale. I go in, I get my shit right away. I don't believe you. I think you're all lying right now. <laughs> you <laughs> like to look at shit and go through all the choices. You like this? It's, it's like asking a woman what she wants to eat. Like it's gonna be a long discussion. Yeah, because I I never know. All right, I asked Karen today. I said, "Hey, you coming home for lunch? What do you want to eat?" And she she didn't say anything. I was like, "Okay." She hits the door, and she got an attitude with me. It was like, "What do you want to eat?" And I was like, 
I asked you. How you got, how you mad at me? You walked in the door mad. I asked you what you want to eat. I didn't have any objections. <laughs> I'm not even really that hungry. I will go anywhere. You just name the place. I didn't have an idea. Right. But she was frustrated with me because she didn't have an idea. <laughs> and that's why the fuck I won't go shopping. <laughs> exactly that day. I don't know why you want the yellow dress or the green dress. I don't know your shoe collection. And I don't know what ah! matches. And I don't know how th- that this is a summer and that's a spring. And I don't give a fuck. I just know either you look good or you don't look good. If I think you look good, you ah! probably look good in just about any fucking thing to me. So it's not really going. I'm not any help. Uh, true i will be fine with you coming out the house and anything that is not you know just a hooker's uniform so who ah! gives a fuck like who is it's terrible and then they be thinking that means you don't care about them when all you're really saying is i care about you so much i don't give a fuck what you have on but they look at it as you don't care about me or how i look because that's how the world judges me like i can't deal with these insecurities <laughs> Why the fuck are we in the gap in the first place? I hate them all. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. just jump off this fucking six-story balcony ah! to my death. So I never had to deal with this shit uh, again. again. You know, I, I, you know, and they probably have fell out about this a hundred times. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? This is the last. You know he told her he damn, didn't want to go. Yeah, this is the last damn stiletto pump I'll ever want to see. Yeah. I mean, he's carrying 17 bags. His shoulders hurting. He's been walking by stores just praying to God that she don't look in there. Please, Lord, just don't let her look over ah! Please, God, just know she don't really need to go to this shoe store. He's standing in front of shit been, so she don't see so she don't see the three for five sale for fifteen. We've been to every shoe store on this floor. Please, sweet Jesus, please just let her go blind in one eye and not be able ah! to see to the left, so she can't even tell that there's a store over there. Oh, what do you think about this store? We haven't been in this one yet, have we? Oh God, why have you forsaken me? <laughs> ah! Uh, well, He's look, like, fuck it, I'd rather jump. Yeah, well, look, baby, you, I'm carrying 17 pairs of shoes. My arms hurt. We've been here six hours. You only got two feet, woman. The game is old. Um, you're not carrying anything. Oh, I can help you. I'll carry a bag and she take the smallest bag and shit. You're like, that's not really what I'm, my point. I mean, I just, I'm tired. I'm mentally drained. I can't keep picking between this one and that one anymore. Can we please just go home? Why are you being a skin flint, huh? Why you have to be a skin flint like this, Tal? Every time we go somewhere, why do you have to be like this? I just want to do a little shopping and spend some time together. I guarantee you. I don't feel happens. like we're spending time together. I feel and, like and I'm spending not. time holding your bags, and you should be buy a shopping cart and spend time with that motherfucker because this shit is ridiculous <laughs> at this point. Yup, but that's why I go shopping by myself. Yeah. Nothing's been bought for me, guaranteed. And you know why nothing's been bought for him? It's not that he left the house and said, I don't want to buy anything. He didn't buy anything because he's like, it's been fucking seven hours. Now I don't want anything except home. Yeah, that's all that's I want. That's what I want. I left this house going, maybe I'll stop buying Best Buy, cop me an Xbox One. And now I'm going to go home and say, I don't want to leave the house with you again, ever. Maybe he was like, bitch, I want to go to bed. You know what? I'm going to go to bed permanently. Let me jump off this, off the seventh floor. Right. And you're not going to like this shit in three days when you try it on anyway. Ain't that the truth. She is going to go. I was going to bring it with this to work on Wednesday, but you know what? I don't like it. It looked better in the store. I'm going to take it back. And you're like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> and he just saw all this happen in one second. And he made the choice that every man has considered at least once in his life and said, I would rather kill myself than deal with this shit again. Yeah. Yeah. And he did it. And for that, sir, I salute you. In death, you do us all a service and all an honor. 
I won't be making any jokes about Tal Hassau's death. I tell you that much. He's my Paul Walker. Anyway, guess the race, guys. Sorry, that got a little off track there. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Tal Hassau. Oh, and his last name is spelled H S i a o h s i o h s i a o um he's 38 years old when he died for a good cause um the shopping spokesman said his body was removed fairly quickly because they got shopping to do they don't give a fuck yeah you know the women probably walked right over his ass he actually landed on one of the stalls below and then fell to the floor so although the store was damaged it uh it, it meant that he didn't kill anybody this is a tragic incident but this time of year can be very stressful on many people, especially men holding bags. <laughs> For four hours, and I you, think I'd have snapped too. And he was still so considerate because he put her bags on the floor. Yeah, he didn't take them with him. Before killing himself. He didn't. He, he could have Because he knows him. she cares more about those high yellow pumps than him. She cared more about you, that. I bet you he jumped and like, bitch, you're going to buy your shoes now. Like, you don't love me anyway. You want these fucking shoes. I'm out of here. Bye. Permanently. Anyway, chat room says, messed around. I thought he was Jackie Chan. Thought he was going to land on his feet. And he was ah. just, he was going to just walk home to the parking lot, shaking my head Asian. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he knew he was going to die. Uh, party Asian simp, pasty Asian simp, Kung Pao Chinese takeout, melodramatic oh. Chinese man that shouldn't have just drove himself home and left over there. iPod, I mean, iPhone building nail salon owning dry cleaning Asians. I still have a box of shoes from high school. Okay, Terry. See, this is what women do, guys. I said, guess the race. Terry won't talk about her damn shoes. See what I'm saying, fellas? Am I right? Don't you feel like, doesn't everybody feel like jumping out of this podcast to their death right now? That's all women heard with shoes. Ah! I guarantee that. I could have said anything during that rant. They would have been like, he's talking about shoes. Dog eater. Kamikaze with no plain a- agent. <laughs> God damn. Uh, that's Dion B. Moore. Uh, Chun Li's cousin who tries to jump off the end of the screen, Chinese, promised to get an Xbox One three hours ago. Asian, oh. <laughs> one who thinks Margaret Cho is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Terry. Asian, Dynasty Warriors reject Chinese. Asian girl, says Matrix. Um, uh, and, uh, that's it. Alright, the, the correct race was Asian. <laughs> Somebody said all they heard was shoes and they asked what Jimmy chose. Mm-hmm. I saw that. I didn't want to read it because I didn't want to encourage her. <laughs> That's right, people. I read some of y'all shit and I'll be like, That's enough. You're mocking me. <laughs> all right, last guess the race uh article. And uh I had to talk about swords. Um a witness says he heard the sarcastic final words of a Texas student moments before he was shot dead by a college police officer. Robert Cameron Reedus, 23, was killed when the corporal, when Corporal Chris Carter, 35, opened fire on him in the early hours of Friday morning, a few blocks away from the University of the Incarnate Word in San Antonio, where Reedus studied, set to graduate in May. Neighbor Mohammed Hadaras told my San Antonio that he heard a tense exchange between Reedus and Carter 60 seconds before the shots ran out, rang out. He told the website, I heard a man say, Oh, you're going to shoot me? Like sarcastic almost. The 22-year-old claims he heard gunshots less than a minute later and jumped into his closet. Investigators say an altercation began when Carter tried to pull Redis over for speeding and driving erratically. 
lieutenant cindy pruitt of the alamo heights police department told ksat that the incident occurred around 2 a.m in the parking lot of a treehouse apartments uh who cares where it's at readers knows to known to friends by his second name cameron had spent the evening celebrating the end of the semester with classes according to pruitt carter tried to pull him over on broadway for driving erratically despite the fact that readers was off campus it is not clear where carter first tried to pull readers over but both vehicles drove north on broadway until they pulled into the parking lot of the treehouse apartments once there both got out of their cars and some kind of struggle ensued Carter radio for help shortly before readers was shot. A witness who lives in the treehouse apartments described hearing five or six gunshots, but no verbal warnings. I didn't hear him say anything like get down on your hands and knees. You know, I didn't hear him say anything. I, he just started shooting. He emptied the gun on him. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, wow. Um, Muhammad Hardarasi lives directly below readers at the treehouse apartments. He told uh, my San Antonio that he was asleep on the sofa when he heard an exchange between Reedus and Carter. I heard a man say, oh, you're going to shoot me? Like sarcastic almost. Less than a minute left. Uh, later, Hadarasi heard four to six gunshots. He only realized that the man who had been shot was his upstairs neighbor, um, who he described as the nicest guy. Uh, Carter had been placed on administrative leave while officers investigated the shooting. University officials describe it as having extensive law enforcement background, according to records reviewed by uh, Senate. My San Antonio Carter has had nine jobs at eight different agencies over his eight-year law enforcement career. Hmm. He rarely stayed at any job for more than a year or two, and seven months as a campus officer at UIW was his longest stint in his career. Well, maybe he was going around shooting kids all over the place. I don't know. Apparently so. Maybe he didn't get sarcasm. Oh, so shoot just too. shoot me then. Bam! I was joking oh i know right <laughs> that was it um well anyway guess the race of mr Reedus, the kid who was shot um after kind of asking the cop to shoot him um in a way uh which is uh ironic i guess at some point um let's see what Aye. chat room says sarcastic with the cop white no black men is mouthing off at the cops white people says quincy lloyd um and that was Sparger people. before the most possible of white men yeah it's very possible to get your ass shot isn't it mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and i'm dead uh white double dog dare you to pull that trigger white they love they live in the treehouse apartments gorilla looking black says curtis white says dion be more the correct answer it is white <laughs> and someone Somebody gets black, black. Black is wrong. It was a white man, everybody. Mm-hmm. Thought it was obvious. But uh since uh somebody missed that, you know what? Why don't we play one more? Play one more game, guys. Alright? You guys are welcome. Um Marshall, Texas. Three people were wounded in a hatchet attack at a Walmart in East Texas. Wow. And police have arrested a transient from northern Arkansas on assault charges. What's going on with transients and fucking hatchets lately? Mm-hmm. First there was Kai the surfer. Yes. Now it's this douchebag. Uh, a transient from western Arkansas is in jail after police say he swung a hatchet at Sharpers just out of Marshall Walmart on Sunday morning. Police say just before 6 a.m. on Sunday, dispatchers in Marshall received a report that a man later identified as 27-year-old Christopher Hamilton of Crawford, Arizona, was inside Walmart on East Boulevard North attacking customers with a hatchet. <gasps> when, 
when law enforcement arrived they found several people with injuries was his from wife the in the shoe section his wife was in the shoe section. yeah he was like i'm tired of christmas <laughs> shopping i'm destroying everything when the law enforcement arrived they found several people with injuries from the attack helmet and fled oh, the sure. scene into a wooded area and near the store where he was located at 7:30 a.m by authorities he has been charged with three counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, a second-degree felony. On Monday, Hamilton's bond was set at $225,000, $75,000 for each charge. According to Walmart Corporate Media Relations, Representative Bessie Harden, three people were injured in the attack. A female associate is still in the hospital but is expected to be released Monday. A second associate and a customer who attempted to intervene were also injured, although neither were hospitalized. I'm assuming that uh, he got some bad customer service. Oh. I mean, it is Walmart, and sometimes if you, like, they shouldn't even sell anything that can be used as a weapon in Walmart. Come on, but they sell guns in Walmart. Right, not because of safety to the world, but because they do such a bad job at customer service, I would definitely use one. Hey, uh, excuse me, ma'am, can you tell me where the, uh, where where you guys are keeping the, uh, the, the, uh, Dutch ovens. I'm sorry, man. Uh, Dutch ovens, I believe. I was looking. I walked all through the cooking section Did several I times. I couldn't find one. But I was standing out there. Right. Okay. I see you're pointing in a direction. I came from that direction. I did not. Is that where I'm supposed to go? The person that I'm asking, like, you end up playing fucking, uh, where they're just miming the shit, and you're like, I okay, what is a box, a cat, a cat in a, in a box, uh, three words, movie title. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. So, yeah, he probably just was like, I'll be right back. I'm going to go to the hatchet section. Mm-hmm. I did know where that is, because yeah. I wasn't looking for it, nope. which is how everything is laid out in Walmart. If you're not looking for it, you will find it. Yes, but if you're looking for it, you don't know where the hell it is, because they've changed the layout of this store. Yeah, when you walk in there, you're like, I I tell you what I better not see no motherfucking Dutch ovens and it'd be a Dutch ovens everywhere. And now that to be the Dutch ovens in the front on sale. Yeah, and it'd be Dutch ovens in the fucking the toiletry section. Dutch ovens yes. over by the paper towel. Dutch ovens all over, over by the damn the stove. cereal. And then, but then the day you like, oh yeah, I think I saw some Dutch ovens in Walmart. You mm-hmm. go in there and your ass will be in there like the fucking desert, just ah. delirious and passing out. And girls like, I just want to look at one more pair of shoes. You're like, fuck it. Why can't y'all have more floors? Is that tumbleweed? Yeah. Going to the six, going to the roof. I'll be right back. Um, but, uh, yeah, he was located. Uh, he's in charge. According to their, uh, Walmart corporate media relations, Representative Bessie Harden, three people were injured. Oh, wait. You know what? This is funny. I wonder if they're going to fire these people because one of the people that, that got injured intervened to save the other person. I wonder if they're going to be like, now, sir, you know, our policy on, helping people we don't do that at walmart whether it's physical or mental i guarantee you guarantee that person probably we don't even help customers find stuff from our store you know we definitely ain't helping them save their lives (laughs) ain't that the truth the hell is wrong with you fired immediately uh harden says everyone's in good spirits after the attack because they got a day off from walmart um marshall firefighters at ems also responded to and, the scene. and believe you me they t- made them take their pto time yeah it's like they're gonna be very happy happy until they get the bill yes the walmart ain't gonna pay for it because they don't work in the vows for insurance marshall firefighters and ems also responded to the scene the canine unit in, from the houseville police department troopers from the department of public safety assisted in the search uh i guess the race of christopher hamilton 
uh hatchet wielding um homeless man who apparently uh was a you know not a fan of walmart employees and customer service which i guess is a reasonable thing to do black says quincy lloyd knows how to use a hatchet white white says sparger um and all right that might be about all the guesses for this one looks like people are getting scared to miss attack people with an axe and didn't have get a taser white says tara hawk um hatchet wielding outdoorsy type wandering through the woods white i have no idea but latino says terry yes well that is an idea isn't it the correct answer is white And someone guessed black and Latino. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, what's funny is you can't spell hatchet without, uh, ratchet. Most of the words from ratchet. Mm-hmm. Science people. That's why you guys come to the blackout tips for that type of insight into, uh, what's going ah, on into the world. Um, all right, man. Uh, we can't leave without talking about sword ratchetness, people. This continues to happen. Samurai sword man locked up in a secure unit after slicing off Italian woman's thumb in a street attack. Oh, my. Yeah. Had to give this man a thumbs down. <laughs> Come on, guys. Tip your waitresses. <laughs> He'll be here all week. A man who tried to def- murdering a defenseless girl with a samurai sword will spend the rest of his life in a secure metal unit. Good. Lock him up. Throw away the key. I know so. Ala Timofey, 26, attacked a woman on Holloway Road last Christmas Eve near the junction of Mercer's Road. Timofey chopped off her thumb and she was slashed repeatedly to the face, legs, and arms. She was rushed to hospital in a serious condition. He was found guilty of attempted murder and a fray on November 29th. He was unable to attend court as he was deemed unfit, but the judge imposed a hospital order, meaning that Timofey will spend the rest of his life in a secure metal unit. The Italian woman, 26, returned to Italy for further medical help after her two-week stay in the hospital. Well, I say don't put him in a metal unit. He might try to use that as a sword. That's the problem. Come on now. After the attack, Timofey fled the scene. Uh, fled the scene. He was followed by a local man who called police on his mobile. The man's partner stayed with the victim until and performed first aid. This is terribly right written. <laughs> He stayed with the victim until when? Until. Uh, before, until <laughs> until they arrived? No no time. No time frame. Just until. It was like a good party. It ended until question mark. Yeah, bad journalism. Tim O'Fay was found brandishing a samurai sword when he was confronted by police. He made several attempts to injure police officer Sergeant Steve Brown, who managed to successfully arrest him. A large bag containing a crossbow, samurai swords, and numerous hunting knives, gas mask, and gas mask was, was seized from the suspect. Judge... Topolsky, uh, sitting at Woolwich Crown Court, praised the public who came to the victim's aid and who chased the subject, suspect, detailing his movements to the police. Sergeant Steve Brown, who was also singled out for his brave actions by the judge, um, Detective Constable Jose Lagares of Islington Police said this was a vicious, unprovoked stranger attack on a defenseless young woman who was returning home from work and looking forward to the Christmas festivities. Aww. If it had she been, didn't even drag her man to the mall. I know. If it had not been for the bravery and quick thinking of the members of pu- the public, uh, she could have been killed and Timofey evade arrest. 
the the victim had to return back to Italy and continue seeking medical assistance for her injuries. She has since returned to the UK to resume her studies and was present at court to hear the jury deliver the guilty charge. She gave a thumbs, no thumbs up <laughs> for this. The victim was happy with the result and that Timofey will receive the treatment that he requires and will not pose a threat to the public. Thankfully, this type of incident is rare in London, but the public should be reassured that police officers are willing to put themselves in danger to protect the public. Well, this has been the Blackout Tips, guys. Make sure you guys go out to tweakedaudio.com and adamandeve.com and use the code TBGWT mm-hmm. to get your discounts. We appreciate everybody that takes the time out to do that and support the show. Yep, and continue to give us feedback, y'all. Join us tomorrow at 9, where our guest should be Danny Hatch and yes. uh, from Keith and the Girl, and that's the show with Danny. That's, and uh, That's the show with Danny. Yeah, I we'll, love that. I'm sorry. And uh, we, will, we hope you guys will be there and have a good time, man. Thanks yes. to everybody that showed up in the chat. Today, I know the five o'clock show is normally, uh, you know, one of the tougher shows to, to show up to people at work and shit. But, uh, you guys are, uh, awesome for uh, showing up and playing some guests to race with us. Yes, you are. Um, so, uh, that should be it. Oh, and then, uh, tomorrow for people that are into Agents of Shield at 3 p.m., we should have another Agents of Shield cast because the Shield is, uh, the Agents of Shield, Shield is back. me tonight. Um, all right. I think that's about it, man. Um, until tomorrow. I love you. You too, baby. Mwah.